Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. hey it's Pat Boyle, and today on the Best of the DA Show, can the Colts salvage the Jonathan Taylor relationship? Plus, your best audio of the day and sound check, including... Scott Service, manager of the Mariners, has the team all strapped up in fitted track suits and a message from Rev Run as the team has been red hot. Plus, Bogish is stunned to a news. It's a thirsty Thursday. We're toasting to the good stuff, advanced analytics, and the epic fail. It's the best of the DA show. It's now. We begin in Indianapolis, just as we did yesterday with Jonathan Taylor, not traded by the Indianapolis Colts. So Taylor's on the PUP list, physically unable to perform over the first four weeks of the season. Rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson will not have an all-pro running back at his disposal, but the Colts could not come to an agreement in trading Jonathan Taylor and probably did not have much impetus to do so anyway. They didn't really want to trade him, and it's a running back market that's obviously depressed Teams, I think, sounds like, either asked for the moon in terms of what the Colts were asking back, the Dolphins, Jalen Waddell, and teams balked, or didn't have much to give because, again, the running back position has been devalued so mightily that how much would you be giving up for an RB? Not much. So, Chris Ballard, Colts GM yesterday, took to the podium, had some public words, and you could certainly read a few things from his conversation with the media yesterday in the Q&A. Can the Colts salvage this relationship? It is where we begin. You're cold open. Our relationship, I would tell you, is, look, even when it gets hard, I won't quit on the relationship. Won't do it. I think too much of the young man. think too much of what he's given our organization and how hard he's played for us. And what sucks, I mean, the situation, I'm not going to sit here and give you some rosy picture like, oh, this is just, everything's okay. No, it sucks. It sucks for the Colts. It sucks for Jonathan Taylor. And it sucks for our fans. It it, it just, it does. And it's it's where we're at, and we've got to work through it. And we're going to do everything we can to work through it. Relationships are repairable. Just seeing guys fight, you just hope that things work out for them. I mean, you see why guys, they, they request trades, they, they want, you know, they just want to feel valued by not only their coaches, their teammates, but the organization as well. Um, and, and I think it's, it's something you got to continue to do. Jonathan is valuable. Um, and at the end of the day, we're not, you know, I'm not just going to let him walk out the building. I'm not going to do that's not the best thing for the Colts. It's sad. It sucks because a lot of positions, a lot of positions do a lot for their team. Um, but 
specifically speaking for the running back position, um, I can just speak firsthand. We do do a lot. And you just want you just want to be treated fairly um, and not even treated fairly. You just want to be, you know, appreciated for what you bring to the team. Any scenario where Jonathan Taylor plays for the Colts again? Of course there is. Of course. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. All right, that was both GM Chris Ballard and Jonathan Taylor, although Taylor's comments were from a couple of months ago. What you read between the lines to me yesterday was a general manager trying to piece together something that was broken above him with Jim Ursay. Now, I'm not saying that Chris Ballard would have given under his own jurisdiction Jonathan Taylor a massive contract. But I thought what Ballard was doing yesterday was trying to continue to hammer home, we love JT, we respect JT, one day we may pay JT. He's an important member here in Indianapolis. But, okay, so that, I think there was a lot of damage control yesterday because It sounds like Jonathan Taylor never wants to play for the Colts again, and Ballard's trying to keep that door open. That was the first part. The second part was, basically, Ballard was cornered by the media by saying, are you guys just not paying anybody? Why wouldn't you pay him? And Ballard's response was essentially, we pay players, but we're not paying him right now. And he mentioned Quentin Nelson. So instead of being portrayed as a cheap organization that will refuse to pay its top stars, he mentioned Quentin Nelson. He also mentioned Ryan Kelly. And he said, quote, go ask Kelly. Go ask the other guys in that locker room. Go ask them. We've extended a bunch, and we've done them at different time levels. Quentin Nelson went all the way into his fifth season when we were about to start the season. Everybody's a little different. To sit here and try to make a statement that we don't care or take care of our players, I don't agree with that at all. So he's also trying to change that narrative that might be within that locker room. Hey, if you're not going to reward Jonathan Taylor, what hope do I have? And Ballard's going to have to navigate that. And that's a very prickly situation right now in Indy. But when pressed further, okay, so you love Jonathan Taylor. And you reward your star players, so why wouldn't you reward Jonathan Taylor right now? I thought that answer was the most telling. He said, we won four games last year. Okay? We won four games last year. Now, what does that tell you? It tells you that whether it's Ballard, whether it's Ursay, whether it's the new coaching staff or whatever... It tells you that these guys are looking at last year and saying, we can have a star running back like Taylor, but it doesn't equate to wins. Why are you telling me this, DA? Because it keeps going back to the point I keep making. That great running backs are not equating to big-time wins. That you have to have so much more to your team usually more than likely a great QB. And if a Jonathan Taylor is on a team that wins four games, now granted he was not it he was not there for a bunch of the season or at least handful of games because of injury. What they're looking at is we were terrible last year. 
We've got to spread a lot of money around at some point in time. We've got to fill a lot of holes. The running back position is not where we want to go all in on. And Taylor wants an extension that gobbles up some of that, that cash. And they're saying, if we can be bad with Jonathan Taylor, we might as well be bad without Jonathan Taylor. Now, would JT be better for Richardson? Sure, of course. But this just keeps going back to the running back quandary. They keep wondering why we're not getting paid more, why we don't get extended, why we're being disrespected. And all of these teams are going, we can lose with you or we can lose without you. (laughs) No, I thought that was really telling that there were some conversations at some point of that organization that said, should we pay Jonathan Taylor? And they said, well, he doesn't equate to wins or losses. So the answer right now is no. And there's more valuable pieces that get us to more wins and losses. And right now, running back is a luxury item and we don't want to do that or whatever. Or we can get a running back on the cheap for, again, 80% of the production. Or that Taylor's also banged up coming off his foot injury and we're not going to pay him at this point in his career. And I have to say... I don't disagree, and I think it's easy to portray Ursay as a bumbling idiot because oftentimes he sounds like that, and he shouldn't have said what he said. But when you hear Ballard, yeah, I think some of it is PR control and some of it's damage control for what Ursay said. I think some of it is just what they view from that position, not Taylor. And it's a shame because Taylor's great in the community. He's a really good guy. People really like him. But what are you going to do if the position is just not one that that garners that type of money? And again, Taylor's going to want to go elsewhere and want to get traded, and I just I don't think that that's a reality for him. Here's your phone number, 855-212-4CBS, or on Twitter, DA on CBS. You might notice over the course of this morning, we've got college gear all over the place. That's right. The great Pete the Body is donning his Michigan Wolverines t-shirt in honor of Doug Karsh, voice of the Wolverines. Today sounds a Saturday. That's right. I want to be rotating coach. Are you a big Harbaugh guy? I love Harbaugh. You love Harbaugh? Athletic reps. I need some. I love him. I always love that Harbaugh said the best PEDs are sleep and milk. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I am donning my Tennessee Volunteers t-shirt. I love that offense. I love how exciting they are in terms of their brand of football. I think they're going to put up great points, big-time points again this year. They treated me so well when I was down there in, in Knoxville a couple of years ago to go to Rocky Top, and that's one of the great college atmospheres out there. I just love Saturdays in Knoxville, the way that it looks on TV, et cetera. So I'm donning my my Tennessee orange. My wife, a Kentucky grad, will not be happy with me, but it is what it is. <laughs> I saw Bogus rolling around here. He's got his Wake Forest Demon Deacons t-shirt is that on. so? I did not know he was a Deeks fan. Oh, that, that is a surprising uh, anecdote. And we had another shirt sent to me. And it was an LSU shirt. And I asked for the LSU shirt because of Coach O at Ogeron, who 
either was really, really friendly and nice to me and my wife because he's just a really nice guy or he was hitting on my wife. I'm not sure. I think it's one the latter. One of the two, but we saw him at a, a hotel back in February and I said hello and he was like, oh, hey. Actually, he was like, Ugh. and then I walked by with my wife who loves him because he celebrates with ham sandwiches and immediately perked up, oh, who's the pretty, who's the pretty lady? And then I had a long conversation with Coach O. So it's an honor of Coach O that I had the LSU t-shirt. Either way, it's National College Colors Day, a holiday developed to celebrate collegiate fandom and the kickoff of college football's opening weekend. This year's college colors theme, it's about time. That's right. It's about time. And so you can fly your college colors today on College Colors Day. Now, I will say I came into work today, sat down here in this seat, and right before we came on, Pete the Body said, I know that look. And <laughs> I, I'd like to know what, what exactly does that mean? Does that mean I look like something that the cat dragged in? No, no. Uh, the the whole delivery this morning coming in uh-huh. and whatnot, uh-huh. uh, it could either be one of two things. Uh-huh. You had a very late night partying. <laughs> Definitely or, not. Or <laughs> you had a very busy day with AJ. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what do we have for him, Johnny? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, so because I'm back at work full-time and my wife is trying to go back to work as much as possible, we were supposed to have, we have kind of like a daytime nanny that shows up for a couple of hours to take AJ so we can both do our thing and, you know, get our work done or if I'm not home and my, my wife's not home. And this week, nanny had to call out because her daughter got covid Oh, boy. So the nanny doesn't have it, but the nanny's like, I can't be. So we said, yeah, no problem. But those were three days this week that we were supposed to be able to go do our own thing, and that didn't happen. So we've been handing him off like the football to Jonathan Taylor. (laughs) And the last three days, I've had to just run errands with AJ all day and keep him fed and keep him and we're going to have Mike Williams join us here on the show today. Well, I taped that interview yesterday while feeding AJ. The interview was taped <laughs> from my house as I had AJ on my lap as I was feeding him. So it was that type of day. So when I came in this morning, yeah, it's just like we got to get to the end of this week. We just got to get into the Labor Day weekend. Run the ball. Run the ball. And so you guys all saw me walk in with a pizza box. <laughs> which never happens. A full pizza box. And there is one slice of pizza in there. One. We got this pizza, I don't know, how many years ago? No, a couple of days ago. <laughs> I have one slice of pizza left, but I just didn't have time leaving the house today to actually take the slice out of the box, put it in some saran wrap, and put it in. I was just like, uh, grab anything. Okay, get it out of the fridge. I had to put something back in the fridge this morning. It's pitch black when I left the house. So, yeah, it's just... Head is on a swivel today. Head is on a, has been on a swivel all week long. And when I got back to the house yesterday to take Mike Williams, Pat Boyle's been amazing this week. He's been helping me organize the interviews, including that one. I had 
AJ out for a drive because he was freaking out and I had to get him to sleep. And this is now the go-to move. This is the the secret play in the playbook. The moment that he starts freaking out, it's like get him in the car and just get him. And he's usually asleep by the end of the driveway. But certainly within 60 seconds, the guy, he's out. So I'm driving him and I'm like, let me go to my parents' house and kill some time there. He'll sleep in the car and I'll just like park it and, you know, be out, you know, my dad will come to the car and whatever, or I can take him inside and it'll be restful or whatever. It's quiet enough. So he's sleeping. I'm like, I'm not even going to take him out of the car. I'm just going to stand outside the door of the car, looking at him and then talking to my dad. My dad and my brother are going fishing today. So we we're just talking about that. Anyway, Pat texts me. He's like, yo, Chargers practice is going to get over early. And I'm like, Oh boy. <laughs> How much earlier? Cause I had this planned out to get AJ back to the house and you know, I would be ready to go for the interview. How much earlier? Well, they don't really know. I'm like, okay, load them up. We're going back. Pick them up. Let's go. High steps, high knees, high one, knees, two. everybody. One, two, one, two, one, two. So that's like text me in the middle of the drive. Uh, practice is over. Are you ready to go? I'm like, uh, I was at a stop sign. I was like, no, I need another 10 minutes here. I, I'm trying to get back to the house. So it was that type of day, walk in the house. I'm like, dude, take the bottle right out of this sleep. And we were going right downstairs to the basement, and we were taping this interview. And luckily, AJ was okay, and Mike Williams was awesome about it. Yeah, and I was getting ready to hop on the Zoom meeting and be, and, you know, in case anybody's getting impatient, I'll be like, hey, 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 I was told the time now all of a sudden practice ends early, so I'm, I was like getting ready to freak out on somebody on their PR team. But no, it was everything was perfect, worked out great. And then you happen to pop on there, AJ in hand, and Cap texts me. He goes, "I've never seen anything like this in my life." <laughs> Da is feeding the baby while doing the interview. Things you'll do for a scheduled Mike Williams interview. <laughs> the, things, <laughs> the things you will do. For taped interviews. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. 
It's DA Soundcheck. All right. Welcome back. Happy Thursday to you, everybody. Once again, the DA Show is available on your phone. You can stream us using the CBS Sports app or the free Odyssey app. Plus, you can watch us, YouTube, Twitch, or watchda.com on your phone as well. Soundcheck begins with Kyle Shanahan as the 49ers are dealing with a Nick Bosa holdout. I thought it would come probably to this time, just looking at the history of those things. Um, and I'm really hoping it gets done. I know they're working tirelessly at it. John, Hamp, Prague, I know their, their team is. and But um, hopefully we can get him in here sooner than later. I have to imagine it does end up getting done. It would be hard for me to imagine that they lose Nick Bosa for much time this year, if at all. But let's face it, Bosa is an important part of the 49ers being a Super Bowl contender. And in the NFC, to me, I think there are two teams above all of the rest, and then there's a big drop-off, and that is the Niners and the Eagles, the two teams that faced off in the NFC Championship game last year. I don't think the Cowboys are in that class. I don't think anybody else in the NFC is in that class. It's those two teams to me and everybody else. But Bose is an important part of why the Niners are that high on my list and everybody else's list. And so they got to get that thing done at some point. Speaking of deals getting done, the Dolphins inquired about Jonathan Taylor, but ultimately did not pull the trigger because apparently the Colts asked for Jalen Waddle in return, and that obviously was a no-go for the Dolphins. Here's GM Chris Greer. Did the words Jalen Waddle come out of Chris's mouth? <laughs> Uh, again, I'm not going to go into discussions that were <laughs> talked about with stuff, but God, man, you're uh, you're a dog on this, huh? <laughs> but but yeah, Jalen Waddle would not be available to anybody. It wouldn't matter who who they called about. You know, the Dolphins can't afford to break up Waddle and Tyree Kill. And it's going to be, if they win anything this year, it's going to be because of how dynamic their offense is. But I would also say that the Dolphins have a pretty good depth chart at running back anyway. And while Taylor certainly would be the best running back on that team, I don't think they are necessarily Jonathan Taylor away from being really good. I think they can be really good anyway. So, yeah, when the Colts say we want Waddle in return, if that's true... Of course you're saying no thanks. And that might be a request that the Colts are making because they really don't even want to trade Jonathan Taylor. They're just saying, okay, fine. If we get bowled over with a great player, yes, but we know we're not even going to get that player, so who cares? Next up is Bryce Harper. Now, Harper hits his 300th home run of his career, but before that admitted that he gets fired up by listening to local sports talk. That's why I was driving in today. And, you know, I'm listening to WIP like I do a lot. Uh, the 2 o'clock hour. And uh, a guy named Chuck called in. He calls in a lot of his players. Uh, but I said, uh, you know, he was talking about our team and talking about me and stuff. And um, I walked in the training room. I was like, I'm going to go deep tonight for Chuck. Uh, <laughs> that guy had me fired up, man. So a little hard to hear there, but what he's saying that there's a caller, Chuck, to WIP, our Philadelphia Odyssey station down there that rips Harper all the time. Is that what's going on? I Well, I don't know if they rip him all the time, but I guess, well, I guess I think this guy Chuck was either, I don't know, actually, I don't know if he was defending him or ripping him. I think he was a positive call. I don't think, I don't think it was a spite home run I, from Harper. I yeah. think it was a positive call that he wanted to, 
he was revved up by Chuck loving him. So he showed up to the park and I'm going to hit a home run for Chuck. And that's a that's a first. Of what? Supporting somebody on Sports uh, Talk? Uh, of a player hearing it and, and a positive reaction and, from the Sports Talk. And admitting it. Right. And Harper's been red hot lately, so my guess is that it was a positive call. But can you imagine, like, you hear Dan Campbell go, yeah, you know, I heard uh, Robin the 321 called the DA show. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the Detroit Lions. I just you know we had to get a win for him. These guys, coaches, GMs, players, owners, always, all since the dawn of time, I don't read the newspapers. I don't listen to sports talk. I don't read any of that stuff. And they're all lying. They're absolutely. Just look at how many athletes respond to people on social media. Just, And it could be in a good way or bad way. Kevin Durant does it in a bad way. He's always bickering with people. But there's plenty of athletes that retweet nice things about them or say something in comments that are you know complimentary if somebody says something nice to them. Happens all the time. Or just look what happened the other day when we played that clip from Noah Lyles, the U.S. track and field star, who said that an NBA champion shouldn't be a world champion. That's just the NBA. And all of the NBA players responded to that that tweet or that Instagram post with their own comments. None of these athletes can have a filter on their phone that says, only show me nice tweets. (laughs) So they are seeing it all. If they are in their phones, buried in their phones, looking at comments, both good and bad about them, that's just the most modern way to get some type of sense of what people are saying about you. Prior to that, and still currently, it's sports talk. And prior to that, it was what people write about you in the newspaper. So it's been happening forever, and at least Bryce Harper can admit it. But all these guys that say, I tune it out, I don't. I have no idea what happens. I, you know, All I do is, you know, I go home to my wife and kids and walk the dog. I, I have no... Don't don't believe that for a second. Not a second. And it's human nature. I mean, the few times that you know this show will be written about in the trades or whatever, we all read it. It's not like, oh, I didn't hear what they I didn't even see what they wrote about Mraz pooping his pants. We of course we all <laughs> read those stories. <laughs> you know, those are the stories written about us, but of course we're all reading those stories. I didn't. I lived it. You lived it. You didn't have to. (laughs) Disgusting enough the first time. I lived it. Finally, Mariners manager Scott Service has all of his players wearing fitted tracksuits ahead of their trip to New York coming up this weekend and had Rev Run, as in Run from Run DMC, send his team a fiery message. Unbelievable month. You guys have been awesome. Okay, we got a big month ahead of us. Keep having fun. Julio brought this idea to me uh, about a week or two ago. I was like, yeah, let's go for it. Okay, and uh, it's about having a good time, keeping it loose. No problem with you guys. But uh, you know, we dropped the Run DMC. And you guys don't know anything about Run DMC. It's, you know, late 80s, early 90s, you know. So uh, I made a few calls, and I found Rev Run. So what do we got? Julio Rodriguez rocking the Run DMC. Got the whole crew rocking it, bringing the energy to New York City. This is Rev Run. Keep repping, keep rocking, keep rolling. Y'all are on fire. Peace. I am the king of rock. There is none higher. Sucker MCs.
That's great. I'd be totally fired up about that. So I do have to ask this question. Is this in honor of the 50th anniversary of hip hop or is it just a New York thing? Run DMC and fitted tracksuits. From what it sounds like, it was Julio Rodriguez and Scott Service was like, let's do something fun when we go play the dumpster fire Mets in a month from now. And they're like, what can we do? And that was, they, got, they got Rev Run on cameo. If, if you basically. saw the video, they all had fitted Adidas tracksuits that looked like, you know, Run DMC outfits like the entire team scott service too it was pretty funny so i guess that was their plan to make a fun road trip out of it but nothing to do with the 50th anniversary of hip-hop just something fun to do i guess okay they didn't necessarily allude to the 50th anniversary of hip-hop but we can certainly throw that in there well it's it's working they're 12 and 2 i think in their last 14 games so they had a great month julio's on fire Great team, fun team. Yeah. And they were a team that sold at the deadline. They were in that weird in-between, especially early in the season. It seemed like there was going to be a, a real letdown compared to last year, but they've caught fire recently, and the Mariners have October dreams. And that is your sound check. Today is College Colors Day, and so we've been talking about that as well. By the way, Soundcheck is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck at a timeshare? Want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now. Get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. So flying the colors, the only person ever on College Colors Day to be wearing a Wake Forest t-shirt mm-hmm. would be the one and only <laughs> kind sir, Andrew Bogus. Bogues, how'd you choose the Deeks? So when this, this is the third or fourth year that we've done this, yeah. and the first year... I, of course, thought to get a Fordham shirt because that's where I went. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess they didn't do Patriot League football t-shirts as mm-hmm. part of this uh, <laughs> little promotion. <laughs> so I had to be creative. So one year I had an Oregon shirt because right. former Fordham head coach Joe Moorhead that year right. was the Oregon offensive coordinator. And this, uh, I went with Wake Forest, simple because Dave Clawson, the Deeks head coach, was the Fordham head coach oh. when I was there. Super great guy. Done a great job at Wake Forest. He has. So uh, here we go. Let's go Deeks. Wow. Yeah. You know one player on the Deeks? Uh, I used to know Sam Hartman, but now he plays for <laughs> yeah, Notre Dame. So. That's right, baby. Mm. When are you going to sing a Notre Dame song a la your Marquette fight song? It's coming. All right. Don't worry. Stay tuned. Yeah, your Marquette fight song was pretty intense. I love how it, you know you guys commented on it because I think I did it subconsciously, but it turned into like alien ant farm <laughs> <laughs> towards the end. Ring out Ohio with an M-U, rah, rah. Hey, M-U, rah, rah. Hey, M-U, rah, 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 rah. Ring out Ohio with an M-U, rah, rah. Right hey. there. And then and then Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, then they got bounced round two. And are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? <laughs> Annie, are you okay? Ring out Ohio with an M-U, rah, rah. Hey, M-U, rah, rah. Hey, M-U, rah, 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 rah. Ring out Ohio with an M-U, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can have alien M for but at the beginning, I see you on a chair at your wedding. We're holding up in the air, yeah. and you're like, hey, 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 hey. And then jumping through a random table with no one watching. <laughs> 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 that was... That was like the eve of March. That was the Sunday, Selection Sunday. It wasn't Biggie's tournament? No, it was Selection Sundays, okay. and I was filling in hosting, I guess whatever Sunday night Tom slot, whoever had that. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, I was like, you know what? Marquette's going to win it all. I decided to rip off the song, and then sure enough, round two. Mm. See ya. I had the LSU shirt sent to me for a little Coach O love. Sure. He showed so much love to me and my wife, mostly my wife. And I said, you know, Pat, since you don't have a T-shirt today, I, I can lend you this one since I was particularly brought in this Tennessee T-shirt so he could have the LSU shirt. He said, thanks, GA. It means a lot, but this is a medium. I said, oh, show off your pecs. Boyle said, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I said, it would also show off my moobs. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going, it's funny you didn't have those. A medium and a medium, I sure as hell do. I'm pretty sure, though, Coach O went two small T-shirts, so you right. would have fit the motif just jamming yourself in there. Yeah. All right, maybe, maybe I'll put it on. <laughs> I think you should change your shirt on camera for the ladies. Oh. Get uh, that you, Twitch stream going. Let's pass on that. Bilotti's not having it. Roxy. Mm-hmm. Be very happy. AB has headlines. DA, I'm not sure we have settled yet on an official catchphrase for tanking to pick Caleb Williams no, in the spring. Have. But in Arizona, that plan involves trading for Josh Dobbs, cutting Colt McCoy, <laughs> and we think letting Dobbs start week one. Every time I step in the building, I put starting expectations on myself. So um, I know the QB situation is going to play out. However, the coaches see fit. Um, but for me, you know, I come in ready to compete every single day. I push myself, but also, you know, approach the room in that way. And so I'm excited to be a part of it and be a part of the team. You know what? I wouldn't push that hard. Don't be that good. You can't no. win. Uh, I no. believe the Cardinals, by the way, are the underdog in all 17 of their games at the moment. Ooh. And it certainly well, makes sense for that. Do they? I was going to say, the only team they would even be remotely close to favorite or is if they played the Panthers at home. Or the Texans, maybe the at Texans. home. Texans or Panthers at home. That's it. There's no other team in the National Football League they should be favored over. At the moment. Now, right. there could be a starting quarterback that gets injured. and Or Kyler comes back. Or there's back an interim head coach did we that not, gets fired. Did we not see enough of Josh Dobbs last year? But, I mean, you never know. If so-and-so gets fired in week nine, and then, you know, they're just trotting out a garbage coach and a garbage roster, an opponent is then, you know, you can always fall into a weird win. They're, they'll probably win two or three games this year. They're terrible, Oof. but they'll probably win two or three games. So Brett Rippon, who's a free agent, maybe gets signed by the L.A. Rams if Stafford gets hurt and the Rams are 2-14. and 14, and we get a Right, week's... but they won't, they won't fire McVay, and McVay's a decent enough coach that he should be able to still beat a bad team. A better example would be who's going to be on the hot seat. Um, let's say Ron Rivera. And let's say the commanders are you know, three and eight, and they fire Rivera. And now you've got a December game with an interim head coach. Maybe that's Biennemi. Who knows? But, you know. Maybe Sam Howell sucks. Or they sat Sam Howell. And they signed Brett. We got a Brett Rippon versus Clayton (laughs) Toon. Yes, exactly. Week 12 (laughs) game. Or or a week 16 game. And you just start falling into, like, a gross 16-12 win. Or, or, I mean, even, God forbid, you get to that final week and they've got, like, the Niners who have got nothing to play for and they're playing nobody. Right. That's, that's a place one. where you can't accidentally fall into a win either. That'd be very Texans-esque to <laughs> oh, win a throwaway yeah. finale no. that somehow gives somebody else Caleb Williams. They're so doing you're... the right thing. That Shut it down, punt on 23, get Caleb Williams or Drake May, and be on your way without Kyler Murray. Their best chance probably for a win late in the season, Christmas Eve in Chicago against the Bears. You need to hope mm. that – well, I guess if you're hoping that the Cardinals are favored, you would be 
assuming Justin Fields is probably hurt, the Bears have fallen apart again. Right, maybe, maybe they've already fired their coach. And, it's and like maybe Kyler's fi- back. And you, yeah, you got a 15-degree snowy night in oh, Chicago. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. That's not Cardinals weather. Uh, Chiefs GM Brett Veach said yesterday they are still hopeful. Chris Jones' holdout ends in time for next Thursday's opener with the Lions. The two sides have talked contract more recently, but Veach would not say if they've made any progress. And from college football, Utah expected to host Florida tonight without QB Cam Rising, oh. who is still recovering from the ACLE tour in the Rose Bowl. No big deal. Bryson Barnes would start instead with highly touted freshman Nate Johnson Getting some it would have been more surprising well. if Rising had had played in this right. game. I mean, that was January. Right? Yeah, it's weird that we even got to like yesterday when we had to finally have a report that he wasn't going to be out there. Makes you wonder how long he's going to be out, not just one game. Twenty four hours. We, we got college football to react to though tomorrow. Yeah, that summer fr- last summer Friday. Eh? This is the last one? Yeah, mm-hmm. last one doing? for the Labor Day weekend. And we got Utah, Florida tonight. That's a good football game. PB boys, what are we thinking, Pete? Do we like that game? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, not a fan of that one? No. Not Leaving yet. that one alone? Do we want to do guess the spread without Cam Rising, what the, the spread will be? No. Uh, no, I'm well, not feeling should... it. I have to feel it. Whoa. I have to feel it. He's not what? feeling it. All right. What we should guess is what happens in that game tonight that should make DA be here for tomorrow's show, and he's yeah. not going to be here. Uh does does Utah win without Cam Rising? That's not enough of a crazy thing that I have Probably to not, right? roll in the stands or something. That's what? now yeah. we're getting there. What if a lady smuggled a gun in her fat folds mm. into the stadium and it went off accidentally? I would have to come in for that. Yeah, they're four and a half point favorites, by the way. Who? Utah, really? At home without Cam Rising? Wow. Like, Utah would have to leave for the ACC at halftime. <laughs> then I would have to come in. And not play the second half. <laughs> Forfeit. We're, we're playing Clemson on Saturday instead, so we got to start resting up. Uh, 24 hours ago, there was a three-way tie atop the AL West. This morning, we're down a team. Chapman is set. Here's the pitch. Hit him! It hits DJ Stewart! The winning run scores from third! McNeil scores. 6-5 Mets in 10. Keith Rad on Mets Radio. That's how the Rangers lost last night after the Mariners and Houston won in the afternoon. So Texas, for the moment, third in the West and third in the wild or in the third wild card spot, two and a half games clear of the Blue Jays. The Dodgers, 24 and 4 this month after a 7-0 home win over the Diamondbacks. Two run long balls from Freddie Freeman and Jason Hayward. The Braves, 7-3 winners at Coors Field. And the Rays finally scored in Miami, winning 3-0 in 10. That's four wins in a row for Tampa Bay. They're a game and a half behind the O's in the AL East. 92,003 people watched Nebraska beat Omaha in women's volleyball in Memorial Stadium last night. That's a record for a women's sporting event. And former world number one, Caroline Wozniacki, a 7-5-7-6 win over 11-seeded Petra Kvitova last night at the U.S. Open. This is Wozniacki's third event since ending her three-and-a-half-year retirement. Mm. And now she's in round three. And now, I think we're getting started. (laughs) 
It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. And today we are stunned courtesy of the one and only Wizard of Watch DA himself, Ooh. Andrew Kaplan. 56-year-old Robert Withington lives in Trumbull, Connecticut. One day in May, he was at the local bank, noticed an unattended bag in the parking lot, and took it home. And now, sweet Robert is facing third-degree felony larceny charges, which could lead to five years in prison and five grand in fines. That bag that he picked up was a bank deposit bag. It had $5,000 of Uh cash in it. According to police, the bag was clearly marked with the bank's logo and contained multiple documents showing whose (laughs) money it was, and it was from Trumbull's tax collector's office. An employee apparently dropped it on their way into the bank for a deposit. When cops eventually figured out what happened, they interviewed Withington. He admitted to taking the bag and said he didn't think he had any obligation to return was it, it cash in the bag? I thought I read I read cash. Yes. So if he takes the cash out of the bag, he's scot free. But he took the bag. Took the bag. You idiot. Yeah. Because then they can track the bag and the deposit, whatever the the paperwork, and say you should have known. If you just stick your hand in there, grab a stack of bills, and head out of there, you're good. And if you find a bag in a parking lot, and you pick it up. You're looking inside it right away. To see what's in there, right? To decide whether you're taking it or not. You're not just blindly picking it up and going, because who knows what's in there? Yeah, if it's a bank bag, you know what you're getting. Well, so there's there's no way to defend what he did, is my point. Like, he knew exactly what he was doing the entire time. And we've had these conversations before about, like, finding things side of the highway or things falling off a truck in front of you. Yes. And you're technically required to turn them in. But... When you're in the bank parking lot picking up a bank bag, you got to (laughs) go, what crappy luck I have. I'm the guy that finds the bank bag at the bank with cameras all around. There's no way I'm going to get away with this. You walk inside. You go, here's your bag. Have a great Wednesday. Or you just leave it. You're just like, I'm not going to be the one that that brings this back because it's too painful. But, I mean, if you grab a, a wad of bills out of that, you immediately have to go launder that. You you spend that right away. I don't yeah, know how in you Connecticut, do it. If there's two casinos, get a casino, play some blackjack, switch in chips, and switch it back right, out to you cash. You drive right to Turning Stone. Yeah. You grab it. You drive right to Turning Stone. You chip. You cash those in. Now, boom! You got chips. I'm kind of fed up. I'm fed up. I'm kind of furious for this guy. What are we doing in Trumbull, Connecticut, that the most important thing, I'm, I'm seeing here in the article, several months they obtained search warrants, reviewed multiple surveillance videos. Wow, he thought he had gotten away with it for that and long. And conducted numerous interviews. Over five grand? I mean, come on. Let's let let a common guy get a win every now and then. It's, and it's tax collector's money, too. You're going to tax us out the wazoo. Let, let, me, let, me, let me keep five grand. They had to go all local businesses. You know this guy? You know this guy? Come on. Get lost. <laughs> <laughs> Let him wander in peace. Let the common man have a win for once. For real. You got, you got nothing better to do in Trumbull, Connecticut than get $5,000 back. It was odd how long it took to figure this out. You'd think they'd immediately go to surveillance video from the parking Wouldn't lot be that hard. and find the guy, and then like the next Thursday yeah. have this figured out. Did he drive away though? Like, can you do you see his license plate, or if I, he walks away? All right, we got to take a break. 
We're toasting to the good life. I feel alive. Ah, ah, ah. We are feeling good and doing well. How many beers ago? Uh, probably a thousand. It's the DA Show's Thirsty Thursday. Celebrating with some booskies. Booskies! Thirsty Thursday. We toast to the good stuff. Hit us up at DA on CBS on Twitter. On the phones at 855-212-4CBS. We'll start with Travis on Twitter who says, I'm toasting to not having my football food of the week be a Cool Ranch Dorito on top of an American cheese and bologna sandwich. Booskies. Booskies. Amen. I think that's a dig at our traditional football food of the week recipes that have happened on Fridays in the past. And we haven't decided what we're going to do with football food of the week yet. That would be starting next week before the NFL's week one. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we won't. I don't know. I have to think about this. It is something that's such a signature of Mirage that would it be right to just have somebody else do it? Well, how about we have someone... Then again, it could be done so much better, so much easier. We, we could put a, a mix on it, and we could change it up and have one different person every week. Like you, people around... Yeah, around, around, go around the, the newsroom. Yeah, maybe you, maybe myself, uh, Bogus. Okay, that's September. Uh, right. Billy Jockalone, throw him in there. Okay. I don't think Billy can cook anything. <laughs> now... <laughs> If I was applying for Sean's job, knowing the lay of this land, now I might have suggested, like, I'm going to try and book an actual person, an actual chef, a cook that has actual recipes. And, you know, so-and-so comes on this Friday. Now, that's a lot of guests. It's a lot of weeks to figure things out. But I might have, you know, reach for the stars here. Can I land a guy that owns a restaurant and give me an actual recipe, not just throw an onion dip on top of your bologna sandwich? Just putting it out there. Okay, so now you're asking our producers to do to produce, some, yeah, to some produce heavy lifting. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm not asking, just suggesting. Just On that point, let me just say we have that sounder that starts out the show, and we have Emmanuel in this case going Pad Boyle mm. in for the voiceover <laughs> of the producer. Every time that airs, my dad thinks that Pat Boyle got the job. He has asked me this <laughs> multiple times, multiple times. Oh, so I guess Pat Boyle got the job. I'm like, nope, not yet. Yesterday. He goes, so Pat Boyle got the job, huh? I was lit. No, not yet. <laughs> I, I, I can't. He goes, when are they going to make the decision? I go, I don't know. I have no idea. that <laughs> You'll be the first to know. I think he's a big Pat Boyle fan. Papa Mendo? Yeah. It also Let's means he's not listening when you're not here because he would have heard other names yeah. subbed in like that. So thanks. Right. Ouch. Ouch. Folks, uh, <laughs> touch a nerve with you? <laughs> that <laughs> DA's dad doesn't listen to you? <laughs> we have about seven openings. <laughs> Pat Boyle, who are you toasting to? I'm going to toast to my dad, Bobby B. Bobby Boyle. Made me feel like a, a kid again. Last week, we did a, we down Long Beach Island for vacation. And uh, my sister's got four boys. And three of them are non-infants. So they're all basically toddlers. The oldest is seven. So we took them to the arcade the one day. They want, you know, they're going nuts. And, it, and then after like 45 minutes, they kind of... They got all that arcade excitement, not out, but they kind of subsided. And me and my dad were the six-year-olds that were going nuts in the arcade oh, for, the, nice. for the two hours. We were crushing the the zombie shooting game. It wasn't House of the Dead. It was just some kind of generic one. Uh, but we used to always play House of the Dead together when we'd go to Wildwood. Otherwise known to the newsroom around here. <laughs> <laughs> the Sean Search, House of the Dead. <laughs> we- <laughs> You're like a zombie. Why are you walking around like that? <laughs> we were doing skee-ball. 
And uh, and then the best game that we kept playing with each other was the clowns. You know, the the Red Bull. You got to you got to knock the clowns down. Oh, nice! A classic. We must have did. We must have ran through thirty dollars just my dad and I playing that wow. freaking game to the point where I thought I had. Like ruptured my torn your rotator, tore my rotator cuff, <laughs> and my UCL was gonna completely snap. <laughs> and in the middle of the one round, I like I hit right between the two clowns, probably four straight times, and it was like the double. It was a red light, so it was a bonus. You get double the points. And finally, he just dropped the the Billy Madison or the Happy Gilmore quote to me out of nowhere. He goes, "Now you're gonna die, clown." <laughs> Wow! I didn't even know he had that in him. Bobby Boyle didn't know he hit had it in hard. Him. Yeah, so I mean, we had a blast. He's like, "Knock him over!" He's going nuts. So, close <laughs> to Bobby Boyle. I wonder where you get your intensity from. Bushy. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Your dad is yelling, "You're gonna die now, clown!" As he fires another red ball at 60 miles an hour my, around a bunch my, of six-year-olds. My the five-year-old nephew tried to run over at one point and grab one. He goes, "Get out of here!" <laughs> PDB, who are you toasting to? Oh, I am toasting the greatest cereal ever made, Golden Grams. That's right, Pat. Golden Grams. They are succulent and delicious. Succulent. And it is one of my favorite cereals of all time. And it's actually, thinking about cereals today, Uh got me into... I have to have more cereals. You know, I I haven't had much cereal in the last few years, so it's time to partake in a little more cereal in my life. So we're toasting to Golden Grams. (laughs) I have to have more cereals. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I actually did buy Raisin Nut brand, so I am partaking in that as well. It is funny. I love cereal, but, you know, when you don't have kids in the house, and we didn't have, you know, any kids in the house up until three months ago, and AJ's not eating cereal, obviously, we just never bought a lot of cereal. And the cereal that you buy when you're an adult is not nearly as fun as the cereal when you're a kid. So I just kind of fell out of the cereal game. Then not long ago, like I picked up a box of Rice Krispies or something because they were on sale or Honey Nut Cheerios or my wife brought home Honey Nut Cheerios. I was like, oh yeah, right. I love Honey Nut Cheerios. And then I bought some Rice Krispies. Then I bought something else. I'm like, oh, I'm right back into this. Can't be as bad of the cereals that I used to eat when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, the cereal game is is a top-notch snack, even when you're an adult. A.B., who are you toasting to? Well, let me just set the record straight. Toasting to the best cereal ever. That would be Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks, wow. not Golden Grahams. That's wow. up there. That's yeah. up there. Yeah, like Apple, Apple Jacks. Jacks are really good. Because the milk left behind, too, is a second treat. I yeah. still don't know how we don't go into a supermarket and are not sold just Apple Jack milk in a container. And that some places easy. will try to do that with cereal milk flavor, but it never tastes really like cereal milk. Correct. Yeah. Uh, also, to toast you for remembering to get to me this segment on like Trash Tuesday, so thank you for that. <laughs> uh, and I want to, I like like uh, Boyle as well, I'm going to go back to my Jersey Shore vacation. I want to toast uh, the emo teenagers. You know, the Ooh. typical yeah. black jeans, black t-shirt, they got the wallet chain, and there's some eye makeup. Everybody's doing their own thing growing up. I get all of that. I'm sure they can be hard to deal with at home. I'm about to live in a world with teenage girls and whatever. So yeah. I know what's coming. But it was re- it was relieving to see these guys and girls tricked out in all their crazy dark clothing and woe is me outfits still sporting the monkey bread purchases, eating ice cream, riding the beach bike <laughs> down the boardwalk. So 
It may look glum at times, but yeah. there's always room and space for the beach vacation and all the summertime things you, you only can do awesome. on those boardwalks. So toast to those kids for having some fun while they're hating mom and dad listening to death metal in their in their bedroom. Love it. Booskies. I'm toasting my awning guy. A couple of weeks ago, maybe a month and a half ago or so, we had a huge downpour. There was a clogged gutter, and it just started pouring down on my on my awning, and the awning took on too much water, snapped the whole thing. So I had to get a new awning. So I called up a few people for estimates, and one guy came over and was like, give me the estimate. I said, boy, that's pretty reasonable. Okay. He's like, if you want to go with this, like, I can remove the old, the old one right away. I said, okay, great. Came back the next day on time. Boom. Got it. The day, he, he said, three weeks from now, we're going to get this awning in. I'll probably have you two days after that. Okay. Awning came in three weeks after he said that. Two days later, he's like, are you good this day? I said, yeah. Came, boom, got it up. No hassle. After the sale was done, he goes, let me know if anything happens. I'll come back over and, and do a check. He goes, either way, I'll do a six-month check on it. Okay. He texted me a week after it was installed. How's it going? I was like, it's pretty good, but it squeaks a little bit. But maybe that's just because it's new. He goes, I'll be over there the next day. Came over yesterday at the time that he said. Lubricated it. Tweaked a few of the screws. He said, you should be good. Let me know how it goes. I like how you point to Pat on that. <laughs> Lube him <laughs> up, baby. And, I mean, this guy's just so on point. And when you get somebody who's so good at customer service, it just shocks you because you everybody else is so not good at that. So the awning guy gets a major booski. Booskies. Now, is this the bat awning? Yeah. So did you ask him to keep bats out of there? <laughs> no. Okay. No. I probably should, though. I can text this guy. We're on a texting basis. He'll be here by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Bat-proofing that thing all weekend. That's Will right. he be the next Torg Bellinger? <laughs> this guy isn't as crazy as Torg. This guy is way more normal. And you've had nothing but bad luck, I feel like, with technicians and oh, whatever, right. so this is a nice change of pace. Yeah, refinishing the basement was one huge disaster. Oh, and then, get this. People love this. You know, my whole internet thing when I've been working from home has been, over the last calendar year, just a total nightmare, but... Whatever, the disconnections, what have you. And then we finally got it kind of straightened out, and I had to kind of up what I thought was the highest level even more so, have the technician come over. Anyway, we're paid an arm and a leg for the type of, of connection we need, but so be it. It's for the show, so it doesn't matter. I pay it, but I'm like, boy, this is a, this is a big nut every single month. And the cable company calls me, oh, I'm from customer service. Uh, I'm just wanted to check in. How's your service? I was like... It's okay, I said, but boy, after the promotional deal ended, like, it's a lot of money. She's like, well, let me see what I can do. Beep, beep, boop, pop, pop, beep, 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 boop. Okay, we're on a new promotional plan. You'll have that for 24 months. It's half the price. <sighs> what? That's all it took? Wow. You calling me? Yeah, okay, boom. That's like, I said, so, uh, Thanks. I just kept saying thank you. Thank. Are you, is, are you sure it's the right account? <laughs> thank you. Are you sure it's that account? That this address or something? Yeah. Are, are you, you married to an awning guy? <laughs> How are you so good? I just I, I fell into some good luck this week. So, Booskies. Comeback Kid Booskies. is toasting to going to Atlantic City this weekend to see Fluffy Guy and go to the casino. First time there. Hashtag Thirsty Thursday. Hashtag Toastum. What the hell is Fluffy Guy? That's at Fluffy Guy on Twitter. That's the comedian Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, wow, I love that guy. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. That makes sense, honestly. When now that as soon as you say it, 
He's an AC, yeah. It's not just like his buddy called Fluffy Guy. <laughs> I love. I, that was like one of the first stand-ups I think I've ever watched. He's funny. Dr. Phil Keto, I'm toasting EMTs, the firefighters and linemen for the job they've done during and after the hurricane. Swaths of towns in North Florida and South Georgia lost power and got slammed by the storm, so toast to the EMTs. Hashtag toast It's a good one. Ryan, who goes by Morty's cousin, I, I assume <laughs> Morty D'Souza, toasting you guys. I'm in healthcare, which can be stressful. I appreciate the levity and fun you guys bring to the day. That's the beauty of sports. It's trivial, but we care about it and get so much from it. Booskies, gentlemen, gentlemen, cue the tuba. Booskies. Nice. Bouncing baby boy, toasting to my mother and bride-to-be for getting all the last-minute details of our wedding next week and taken care of. They've been amazing. Can't wait to finally marry my best friend. Aw. Hashtag one last week. Hashtag toast Hashtag single life is over, which should get trashed, not a toast. Mm. Yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Illegal dumping. <laughs> what time's the wedding? When should we be there? Pete, you can't come either to that, but the rest of us will go. A problem. Alex tweets in, hey, DA, I wanted to say thanks for all the laughs as I turned 20 years old today. Now I can finally use this quote from Princess Bride. You are amazing. I ought to be after 20 years. Booskies. Booskies. Wouldn't that be nice to be 20? Very nice. A 20-year-old with a princess bride reference. Bride reference. It's an 80s movie. Good job by Alex. a young demographic, but a Pete Bellani in her mind. That's right. That's why... Alex is attracted to this show. That's right. That's, uh, appealing to all uh, generations. Yeah, that's right. Tomorrow we'll do a segment on Herman's head just for Alex. <laughs> <laughs> or Mac and me. <laughs> and finally, Pat Boyle's father, which is at the handle at Pat Boyle's dad. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. George Bob Boyle. <laughs> which now, now you know you made it. That's a Pat. record for a turnaround. Are you kidding me? At Pat Boyle's dad. And I don't think this is your dad. Because the, twi- the Twitter avatar is a picture of you, Pat. So, <laughs> and he has two followers. But it says, I'm toasting to your producer this week. It's refreshing to have a real alpha stand out from the rest of these beta drabronies. <laughs> toast em. Who turned that around that quick? <laughs> that boy's dad looks at Ryan Botcher and everybody as a bunch of beta jabronis. You come off as a beta, you come off as a loser. <laughs> Just perfect. Beta jabroni. <laughs> You're going to die now, clown. <laughs> you so definitely funny. have somebody sitting there with multiple computers trying to come up with these, these handles. Whoever does this, the unnamed, unspoken listeners of the DHA that create the most ridiculous Twitter handles from <laughs> the most ridiculous jokes are the heroes. They truly are the heroes. Boyle Seed has gone into hiding. I haven't heard from, I haven't Boyle. tweeted out by Boyle Seed in a while. Anytime something about a kid messing up, he would tweet. At, they would tweet at me, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just tweet back and leave me alone. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. No one knows what analytics is. They think it's like a bunch of nerds doing math, which I don't know, maybe that's what it is. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. Oklahoma Sooners quarterback, backup quarterback, third string quarterback, General Booty, has an NIL deal with an underwear company, and he's got compression shorts on, underwears that say booty across the back of his butt. Like General Booty did, would you have been comfortable doing a photo shoot in your underwear when you were in college? 73% of you said, no! Now, Booty already has his name on a skin cream and shirts with phrases like Booty Call and I Love Booty. Another great NIL partnership is Nebraska Wideout, DeColdest Crawford. Thanks to a deal with SOS Heating and Cooling, an Omaha-based heating, ventilating, and air conditioning company, DeColdest as an HVAC deal. And Pat Boyle once tried to solicit a partnership with Dude Wipes after he tweeted about having the runs after an iced coffee. Unlike Mraz and the oops he heard around the world, he didn't even get sent a free box of wipes. <laughs> I, I should have tweeted them actual proof of an oopsie. Maybe then I would have received it. Hashtag <laughs> big sad. <laughs> so what What do we have as the fail this morning? Uh, oh. The fail today is your... In my life. Yeah, your, uh, your frenetic and frenetic, frantic... Frantic. Fr- frantic entrance to uh, this morning. <laughs> Here it is, your fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Came into work today, sat down here in this seat, and right before we came on, Pete the Body said, I know that look. My brain just sucks. One of two things. Uh You had a very late night partying. (laughs) Definitely not. Or (laughs) you had a very busy day. 
with AJ. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what do we have from Johnny? Ding, ding, ding. Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Are you, Dennis? Uh, that's me. So when I came in this morning, yeah, it's just like we got to get to the end of this week. We just got to get into the Labor Day weekend. Run the ball. Run the ball. And so you guys all saw me walk in with a pizza box. <laughs> Which never happens. A full pizza box. And there is one slice of pizza in there. One. Would you give your left nut for a slice of pizza? Well, I taped that interview yesterday while feeding AJ. The interview was taped <laughs> from my house as I had AJ on my lap as I was feeding him. So it was that type of day. We all have uh, uh, we all have issues that yeah, we go well, through in life. I didn't quite know I had this one. But I, uh, I don't have uh I can't grow a full head of hair if uh, No. I hadn't heard that. Pat texts me. He's like, yo, Chargers practice is going to get over early. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> Babe. Baby. Okay. Load them up. We're going back. Pick them up. Let's go. High steps. High knees. High one, knees, two. everybody. One, two, one, two, one, two. Bro, I'm going to let you go because I can't listen to your baby anymore. You happen to pop on there. AJ in hand. And Cap texts me. He goes, I've never seen anything like this in my life. <laughs> D.A. is feeding the baby while doing the interview. What happened here? How old is your baby? This is a three-month-old little A.J. What, what, what up, A.J.? How you doing? Congrats. Oh, oh, thanks very much. A.J. says, what up? Mike Williams is now my favorite wide receiver. <laughs> Hello. Give me goo 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 gaga. Epic fail, you loser. Yeah. <laughs> Here's why you fail. Kristen in Buffalo toasting the Wildlife Conservation Society. I was in New York for vacation, visited the Bronx Zoo and New York Aquarium. Lovely places with a truly amazing mission. Strongly encourage all of you to visit and donate if you can. Hashtag wildlife awareness. Booski! That's a very good toast. I totally agree. Steven Severna Park toasting his daughter for being thoughtful and kind to others. Had another parent tell us this. Booski's to her. Booski! Hashtag toast them. Kevin's in Pennsylvania this morning with a toast on the phones. Kev, who are you toasting to? Uh, I want to toast to Joe uh, Joe B over the weekend uh, when he was uh, honoring that uh, uh, Doc and uh, Strawberries numbers being uh, uh, retired, ripping the Mets and afterwards. And it was just one of Joe's great rants. I, I want to toast him today. All right, right on. Toasty. Thank you, Kev. There you go. Toast them. Dan is toasting to Pete the Body's last day because his take on Golden Grams and Bogus's first day in Pete's spot tomorrow. Amazing take on Apple Jacks. Hashtag Thirsty Thursday. Booski. Hashtag Toast em. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Smedley Hoover gone incognito. <laughs> toasting my missus and kids who are starting school this week. Here's to yet another successful year. Hashtag Booskies. And let me also add to that, for all the kids starting school this week or teachers going back to school this week, two weeks ago, next week, what have you, best of luck. We're rooting for you. For the kids, don't screw this up. And for the teachers out there, God bless your patience. All right. Thanks to executive producer Pat Boyle. Thanks to Mr. Pete the Body Bellotti, the Wheels of Steel and Audio Director. Thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA, and Andrew Bogish on your headlines. I'm DA. I'm off for a four-day weekend starting tomorrow, so I'll see you on the flip side of Labor Day. Be good. Be good to one another. The Mothership Disconnect. Whatever became of little Smedley Hoover?
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 